0: And goofs where we talk about spooky shit
1: and goofy shit.
0: And we are so sorry. Sorry, Uh, sorry. We missed the last two weeks. It's been really crazy around here. Yeah, bro. It's been really crazy around these here parts. For sure. I was out of town two weekends ago, and then last weekend, I don't even know what happened. I think the weekend just got away from us.
1: Dude, I don't even remember.
0: I don't remember what what happened last weekend.
1: (laughs) I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast.
0: Yeah. It's just been a crazy Nothing. couple. I didn't
1: I didn't eat anything. Oh. Until well. dinner.
0: That I guess that would be why you don't remember it. Because you didn't actually you know, eat anything. Get it? Sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so we missed a couple weeks, but we're back. And um we here. We're back. We're black. It. We in it. Back in black. Ooh. That was beautiful. Should we tell them about how we both saw the same ghostly feline spirit the other night? Sure. So the other night we were standing in the kitchen and so we have we have a cat right now. Her name is Pepper, if you don't already know. And we used to have a cat whose name was Poe. And he died almost like oh my gosh, five years ago almost now. Sure. Um Well, we were both standing in the kitchen, and I saw Pepper walk by, and I stepped out of the way for her, and then you also saw Pepper walk by, but then all of a sudden Pepper was back in the...
1: The litter box, yeah. In the litter box, which was
0: on the opposite side of the kitchen from where we were. So
1: realistically, here's what really happened. Okay, so I saw a cat go by me going out of the kitchen right alicia also saw a cat go out of the kitchen where she stepped out of the way of the cat yeah
0: i remember physically moving out of the way then
1: she hears a sound coming from within the pantry area which i had clear view of the pantry area she did not she was by the fridge and she was like wtf what is that sound and i'm like It's the fucking cat. She's like, there's no way. The cat just left. I was like, I'm literally looking at Pepper take a shit in the glitter box. (laughs) She's like, "That's weird. I saw a cat. And I was like, I saw a cat. End of story.
0: Well, but then we realized that we both actually witnessed the ghost of our other cat. Yeah. Out of the corner of our... Because it wasn't like I directly looked at this cat, but I just out of the corner of my eye saw a cat walking by, so I stepped out of the way while I was making... or filling up my water cup or something. And so I just inadvertently stepped out of the way. and But apparently it was not Pepper, and it was some other feline being, which I can only assume was our old cat.
1: Yeah. I I told think that... uh, that it was definitely popo.
0: Yeah, I think so too. It was just really crazy. So that was fun. Um, what else? What else is going on?
1: Nothing, dude.
0: Nothing. Just a working. lot of no- a lot of things, but then nothing at the same time. Working. Yes. Just
1: ma- barely sleeping. Yeah. And repeat.
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
1: Rinse, lather, repeat.
0: Yeah.
1: Of just busy adult life.
0: This is the truth. I always
1: say it's same shit, different toilet.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So I have a really fun, not so fun, fun story today. All right. <laughs> and I only say that because it's interesting to me, but you hate it.
1: Is it demon shit?
0: Kind of. Fine. This is the story of Annabelle. Of a
1: girl? This is the story of a girl. Did you hear
0: what I just said?
1: Yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. What would you say? You
0: totally just took away my thunder. Sorry. I, l- this was like... Sorry. I was announcing this is the story of Annabelle. Why?
1: Come on, dude. <laughs>
0: this is the story. Stop saying
1: the name. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs>
0: Um. So Annabelle is okay. obviously...
1: The crazy Annabelle of popular,
0: doll. Yeah, now that the movie... Annabelle has been made.
1: I mean, I already knew about Annabelle before the movie.
0: Right, but now I get to give you all the, the juicy deets. The deets. Yeah. Great. Are you ready for this?
1: Yeah, I'm okay. ready.
0: Let's do it.
1: How much time did you put into this like, research? I
0: researched for like four hours today.
1: Four hours?
0: Maybe even longer. Oh. I don't remember. Okay. Okay, so here we go. In 1970, a young nurse named Donna was gifted a Raggedy Ann doll for her 28th birthday by her mother, who found it at a secondhand store. Donna took the doll home to her apartment, where she lived with another nurse named Angie. Mm -hmm. Donna placed the doll on the couch. Despite placing the doll on the couch, Donna and Angie would regularly find the doll misplaced in other parts of the apartment.
1: Already weird.
0: (laughs) They would wonder if the other was moving it around to mess with the other one, kind of like freak them out. Uh, but over time things would get weirder uh the doll would end up on the floor instead of on the couch right there were times when the doll was supposed to be on donna's bed but then they would find it on the couch weird so every time they put it on the couch it went somewhere else it went on the floor but then when they actually tried to put it elsewhere it was like oh nope now i'm gonna go sit on the couch
1: uh
0: let's see when they would move it back to donna's bed and turn to re-enter the living room they would find the doll on the floor just outside of the bedroom right after having placed it on the bed so they would literally put weird. it down That's turn weird. around to walk out and it's already on the floor right Dude, outside their door on, and they don't even see it like move it just like teleports so apparently it's just like outside the d- the bedroom door on the floor Mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay so really weird they're just kind of like I don't know, I guess ignoring it at this point. Like, I don't know how you ignore it. How the fuck do you ignore that? I don't know, but uh, they didn't do anything about
1: it. (laughs) going to be me, bro. I'd be like, yo. (laughs) Yeah. Baby girl, (laughs) you got to (laughs) go.
0: Baby girl. What's your name? So, okay. So the woman, uh, or this is where it gets even creepier. So things kind of start to escalate. Okay. So the women begin to find notes throughout the apartment. Right. And the notes would state, help us or help Lou.
1: Wait, what? What? Wait, what?
0: What? Just, just keep listening. Okay. Um, the notes were written on parchment paper in a child's handwriting. So Lou, where it said help Lou, Lou was a friend of theirs who would come by every once in a while and say hi and hang out. Um, and then also what's really weird about this is that Donna and Angie didn't even keep parchment paper in their apartment.
1: Hey, what a fuck? I... Come on, dog. So parchment on, paper dog.
0: is showing up with child handwriting on it says right. help us or help Lou. So they really had no clue how these notes were showing up, especially because they didn't even have that paper. Um, so then the notes started showing up written on the walls and floors of the apartment. So now it was just like bypassing the paper and just writing it straight up on the walls and the floors.
1: Interesting. Like
0: there ain't no magic erasers in 1970, so that's just rude. Like now I gotta scrub all that shit off.
1: What an asshole ghost.
0: And it's an apartment. So, oh,
1: dude, the deposit.
0: <laughs> right. So, after the notes started showing up, escalation even more. Right. Uh, Donna came home from work, found the doll on her bed with blood on its hands. Okay. Now, remember Raggedy Ann doll? They're like little little muffins. There's no fingers, like no. Yeah. And there's blood on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, but fuck it, out of the, here bro the weird the weirdest part about that though was that it looked to Donna like the blood was coming out from inside the doll
1: oh so it was oozing out
0: oozing out of so the, the doll the doll was bleeding essentially that's what it looked like so it's mm. not like the doll touched blood right it was yeah like it was oozing out which is so much creepier <laughs> A doll is bleeding. Pretty interesting. She couldn't find blood anywhere else in the apartment. She couldn't figure out where it would be coming from. There, it was just Donna and Angie, and Angie was fine. There was no like reason for there to be blood anywhere. So at this point, she thinks to herself, "Okay, I think it's time to find a medium or somebody to help figure out oh, what the fuck's yeah, going on." yeah, we should
1: just do that.
0: So we're waiting till after it's teleporting from room to room and uh, writing notes on parchment paper that they don't have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking now, up the apartment.
0: They had to wait for blood, right? So they reached out to a medium who came over and held a seance, and during the seance, she was contacted by the spirit of Annabelle Higgins. So now they have a name for the spirit, mm-hmm. because up till now, they didn't know anything about the spirit. Annabelle was a seven-year-old girl who had passed away in the field of the property where Donna's apartment had been built. So mm. her spirit had stayed behind, and when they brought the uh, the doll home, I guess it kind of Awoke, awakened Annabelle's spirit. Is that and a word? Awakened, awakened awoken, awakened. I don't know, awoken. I don't know, whatever. Major. Um, so, and then I guess she took a liking to the doll, and that's kind of what brought her spirit out. They assumed that she just really liked the doll and wanted to play with it, which is why there had been so much movement of the doll. But the medium realizes that Annabelle wanted to possess the doll and take hold of it. The medium did try to ease their minds and told them that she wasn't there to harm them. Uh, it seems to be more of like a lost spirit and just looking for love, which is still really fucking creepy.
1: Love is love, bro. Uh,
0: yeah. Apparently, when it's from beyond, um, and <laughs> she found herself grounded with this doll. So she was like, "Don't worry, she's just a little girl. Don't think she's here to harm you. She likes the doll. She just wants to be like be found that's again." The number. Uh, this made
1: that the womba Wumba. Wong,
0: Mumba. Wong, Mumba. Wong, Mumba. <laughs> So this made Donna and Angie feel a little bit better, but also made them feel really bad for this lost little girl spirit. So they did something that you should never, ever, ever do when it comes to any type of spirit. They gave Annabelle permission to permanently inhabit the doll in their home. Specifically in their home. So they're Like, you are allowed to take possession of this doll, and this is your home.
1: You dumb bitches. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Like, I don't feel like this would have been my first thought. Uh, in the decision that I would make right away, without at least getting mean? some more info or doing any type of research, no, like that's not what would have been. No, um, or even like before getting a second opinion, possibly Let's on see. this, like at least maybe more than one medium. That
1: fucking doll owns the damn house. I'm out.
0: <laughs> like from what I know now, I definitely wouldn't do this. But even if it were, like I was super naive to the spirit world. In the 70s and didn't know any better uh-uh. i still feel like i would have at least taken a pause or something to figure out like what are my options here like how do i go about this but immediately they're like please inhabit the doll and live here forever yeah, Motherfuck that yeah so we're gonna backtrack a little bit now and talk about their friend lou so like how the notes were like help lou right, right. So Lou was actually there the day that they brought Annabelle home for the first time. And he did warn them that he felt something when he was around the doll. He insisted that the doll was haunted, but that it was not a nice presence of a sweet seven-year-old ghost, but that it felt more sinister and it made him very uncomfortable. Uh, They wrote him off. They really didn't pay any attention to his warnings. They were like even though this doll's been teleporting around the house. Like, you're wrong.
1: Right. <laughs> like, no, it's not.
0: They're like, it's just a little girl spirit. Oh. Um. So, yeah, mind you, they're just looking, choosing to overlook the fact that the creepy nose were left everywhere. There was blood coming out of the doll, but it's just this gentle seven-year-old just spirit. Just the weird, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Lou begins having recurring nightmares. And one night he's staying at Donna and Angie's apartment, which I guess he did often, like they were all friends and he would just like crash at their apartment every once in a while. Um, And he was woken up by one of these nightmares. When he woke up, he could look around the room, but he couldn't move. And so to me, it sounds like sleep paralysis, Yeah. which if you don't know, is when you basically wake up and you're conscious, but you wake up before your brain tells the rest of your body to move. So you're essentially paralyzed Temporarily until your brain sends the signals to the rest of your body to move. Um, and then just a side note for anyone who hasn't experienced sleep paralysis or hasn't heard of it, some people were, will experience sleep paralysis demons. Essentially, your brain is still partially in a REM cycle, but now that you're awake, it projects your nightmares into the real world before you can fully become oh, fuck. conscious. So people will see things like dark entities in their room.
1: Oh, okay, so that makes sense. I've been seen sleep demons a lot because especially they talk to me and they say hey you need to get up and go to work (laughs) um get up and go pee you're
0: gonna pee your pants these things okay so they'll feel like someone or something is sitting on their chest sometimes they'll actually see a figure sitting on their chest they're looking down at it and they can't move and they can't okay that's fucking weird um they'll see shadow people in their rooms they'll see like weird creatures um so i've never i've been fortunate enough to never experience something like this but i've heard it's very very terrifying um and yeah you can't fucking move well and i've heard it's actually kind of like common for a lot of people which is just like yeah i don't know why i don't know what can attribute. I would, am, I would, I to would that? imagine
1: there's like maybe something, maybe like PTSD or something. Well, and like I've also too, heard that and...
0: sometimes it happens more frequently when you sleep on your back.
1: This is why I don't sleep on my back.
0: Well, that and the fact that you snore too loud, and I kick you in the ribs every time you fall asleep on your back. I
1: think you just like kick me in the ribs.
0: Listen, you. <laughs> I don't even. I can't even tell you how loud you snore when you sleep on your back.
1: I don't even snore. Wow. I don't even snore.
0: All right. Uh, that's another story for another time. I have recordings. <laughs> okay, I have, a, I have a
1: recording of you snoring.
0: Nope. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Um, But anyway, so so back to Lou, right? Lou wakes up. He can't move, but he looks around the room with his eyes, and he can see Annabelle standing at his feet.
1: son, ah,
0: son. But he can't move. I would have kicked the shit out of it. He can't move. His Mm. eyes are moving, but he can physically not move any other part of his body. At
1: that point, you might as well just take it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, he
0: then claims that Annabelle climbed up his legs over his chest. Kinky. And begins strangling him.
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit super kinky
0: no this isn't no ew (laughs) he said he that she suffocated him so hard that he actually blacked out so she was able to suffocate him this little doll hard enough to where he actually passes out damn
1: dude so when
0: he wakes up later that morning he's like get rid of this fucking doll bro he's trying to convince them like this is what happened take this shit to the dumpster and throw this bitch away now right so if it were me, I don't even know if I'd be like, okay, at that point, because I'm like, after everything that I've experienced with this doll so far, it's been possessed. Like, I would just picture it getting up and just pushing the fucking lid up off the dumpster and just hopping out and like running back into the house. <laughs> like,
1: it was like that movie. What was the, with the fucking bear? Uh,
0: oh, t- Ted. uh, Ted. Ted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, but she did, she did throw it away. And guess mistake? what happened?
1: Wait, worst mistake in the world. And guess what happened? What, it fucking went back in the file? Yeah. Yeah. And it
0: back in uh, the apartment. Yeah, of course. But what Lou didn't know was that they had actually given it permission to stay in the apartment. Yeah. So when he told them to do that, he didn't realize that it was just going to end up coming right back into the house. And he didn't realize how difficult it would actually be to get so rid of it. So he the didn't
1: know that they, they gave the mm-hmm. doll permission to stay? Right. Okay. Right. So
0: he was just like, get rid of it, thinking it's just any other doll. And like they could just like chuck it and get rid of it. Right. But not realizing that it's now tied to the well... apartment. Um, so later that morning, Angie and Lou... We're planning for a road trip that all three of them were going to be going on. Donna was out of the apartment at the time but they were looking at the map, kind of planning out their route that they were going to take. And they began hearing uh, noises and movement coming from Donna's bedroom. Again, she wasn't home. Huh. So Lou goes to investigate, doesn't find anything. He looks for signs of forced entry, like checks the window, whatever, right. nothing. He looks down and sees Annabelle lying face down on the bedroom floor which is not where they left her. Interesting. So at that moment, he gets this overwhelming sensation that someone is standing behind him and has this sudden defensive reaction and quickly turns around to, like, murk someone. Yeah. But nobody's there. And then he feels a sharp pain on his chest.
1: Yeah, see? He fell for it.
0: So he opens up his shirt and looks down and finds a bloody claw mark on his chest.
1: Yeah, see? You're fucked up, guy
0: um he's certain that this came from whatever entity was possessing possessing the doll and also whatever it was he felt was standing behind him at the time that my heart rate
1: is so up right now
0: (laughs) are you serious i'm
1: dead serious (laughs) i can feel it
0: um but two days later the scratch was gone and i hate this stuff (laughs) the scratch was gone no marks were left behind and it went away right but after this incident donna and angie started to take this a little more seriously which
1: oh no i I would hope so anyway at this point okay
0: so they decide to reach out to a priest for help um and this is actually where ed and lorraine warren join the story
1: nice
0: i love me some warrens dude i know they're They're so awesome freaking bomb so donna contacted an episcopal priest named father keegan Father Keegan contacted his superior, Father Cook. He's probably like, I'm out. Not doing yeah. this shit. You need somebody mm. above me. I can't do this shit. Yeah. So then that's when Father Cook contacted the Warrens. So he's an Episcopal priest yeah. and actually reached out to the Warrens for help. Well, yeah. That I goes mean, to show you how, yeah. like, crazy this was. Um, and it's if,
1: like, This sounds like a job for. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. And for those who don't know, um, Ed and Lorraine Warren were some of the most prolific paranormal investigators in America and were published authors associated with prominent cases of alleged hauntings. Edward was a self-taught and self-professed demonologist, author, and lecturer. Uh, Lorraine professed to be clairvoyant and a light trance medium who worked closely with her husband on all their cases. They were among the first investigators of the Amityville haunting. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, stories of ghost hauntings popularized by the Warrens have been adapted um, adapted as or have indirectly inspired dozens of films, television series, and documentaries, including the Amityville horror series and the Conjuring series. So all of the yeah. Conjuring movies, um, obviously the Annabelle movie, all yeah. that stuff. So. After the first conversation between the Warrens, Donna, Angie, and Lou, they all knew that this was not the innocent spirit of a young girl, but that it was something inhuman attaching itself to tangible objects. They told them that human spirits do not attach themselves to inanimate objects, which I was like, oh, I kind of thought, I guess they could, like if you buy like a haunted chair or something, like a rocking chair. But I guess it always ends up being something more like sinister it's not just like a grandma ghost just like sitting in a chair knitting Mm -mm. right um they knew this inhuman spirit was manipulating the doll to get their attention and to trick them into thinking it was not something dangerous right but this was just a ploy to successfully complete (coughs) the first stage of possession which is infestation they were confident in saying that the spirit was originally looking for a human host but when that was unsuccessful it went for the doll so now we're gonna talk about the four stages of possession.
1: I, I don't want to talk about this, but okay. Well,
0: we're gonna, yay! So, <laughs> first phase, like I said, infestations. This phase is uh, something it effect- that affects property, objects, or animals.
1: Sorry, pause. Do you want some Kool Aid?
0: No, I don't want Kool Aid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the most random question I think you've ever asked lot, me. You're
1: a lot, so I was just wondering. i got if you... my water okay what well, you could have kool-aid
0: i'm not gonna gulp kool-aid into the microphone right now while i'm talking oh
1: no. kool-aid's good
0: <laughs> i'm not i didn't i didn't <laughs> doubt that i never said it wasn't all
1: right continue with their demon um, shit
0: thank you um so infestations is recognizable by footsteps voices apparitions furniture or other objects moving without human assistance and sometimes people will smell things without a proper source okay <laughs> what
1: i mean like i've i've Seen all and done all that. What do you mean? I, I, like, I can see weird things and smell weird things. But that doesn't always mean it's part I, of a demon No, possession. it's not just my farts. Okay?
0: No, no, I was saying it's not. Ew, no. I wasn't <laughs> saying that. I was saying, but that's not always because of a possession. Like, you can see things and smell things and that are related to spirits that are not like a demon trying to possess something. Okay. But anyway, so second phase is oppression. So this includes physical attacks, kind of like that claw mark that he got, sleep disturbances, like the recurring nightmares he was having and the the sleep paralysis, frequent or severe illnesses, major depression or anxiety, financial or uh, employment problems, and sometimes even relationship troubles. So it starts to kind of like break you down physically at that point. Right. Trying to make you a little bit weaker. Uh, The third phase is obsession. And so the person being possessed has a hard time functioning. They're constantly being preoccupied with thoughts of demonic activity or even thoughts of trigger warning suicide. Um, Sleep is nearly impossible at this point because they're recurring nightmares and all that stuff is getting that that bad. Um, But then this leads to the final stage, which is possession itself. So fourth phase is possession. This is when the entity is breaking down the person over time to the point where their willpower is so weak that they can be controlled very easily. Uh, Mm. You begin to experience unexplainable characteristics like superhuman strength, speaking languages that you never knew, like Latin, um, aversion to holy objects like holy water or Bibles or churches, um, knowledge of events or facts that they never could have known, and even changes to facial features. Interesting. That's creepy. That
1: is pretty creepy.
0: So... Now, the Warrens believe that they had waited to reach out for help, that that had they waited to reach out for help with this possession, even by a few weeks, that they, uh, the spirit could have successfully completed all four stages of possession and could have even killed them, if powerful enough. So they were like, Garanya for finally, like, reaching out, because this is not going in a good direction. Uh, the Warrens reached back out to Father Cook to perform an exorcism and replace the evil power... In the doll with the power of God. Uh, he completed the exorcism and everything seemed to have gone off without any issues. Donna was done with the doll. She was like, take this doll with you. I don't want it anymore. I'm over this shit. I want nothing to do with it. But even Ed was nervous about driving with the doll. Because even though they had already done this exorcism sure, on be it. too. Yeah, even though they had already done the exorcism on it, it was already presenting itself to be so powerful that he was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drive with this shit in the backseat of my car, but he took it anyway because he's not going to be like, no, you're fucking stuck with it. Like we are here to help you, I guess. Um, so he's driving down back roads because he didn't even feel safe driving on the highway. So he just wanted to take all like the, like the long way home. And anytime he approached a corner or turn or would slow down or stop the car, Uh, It would swerve or stall. The power steering and the brakes would fail. So, he stopped the car. He got out. Takes out the doll. And just fucking douses it in holy water. He just has holy water on deck. I mean, I would, And just fucking, like, all over the doll. Soaks it.
1: power of Christ compels you. Yeah,
0: pretty much. So, soaks it in holy water. Um he was trying to stifle whatever part of the entity was still left behind because obviously there was some if yeah. it's like fucking with his car. But after this, the car went back to working properly with no issues. When they got home, they noticed the same type of movement from the doll. So they literally took it to their house and it was doing the same thing where it would move from room to room. Uh-uh. Just like when it first came into the apartment. Uh-uh. And then at some points they even saw it levitating off the ground but then the entity would seemingly lose power and then they would see the f- the doll fall back down to the floor so obviously it's like they've taken some of its power away but it's still able to basically teleport from room to room and it's trying to levitate yeah so when they realized they couldn't keep it in their house they gave the doll her final resting place their occult museum in Monroe Connecticut which I
1: you can go all you want.
0: I would love to see it. It's actually closed right now. I looked it up. It's close right now because re- there was like some rezoning thing going on. They have to move it. So they don't know where they're moving it yet. But I would love to go see it. I would love to. Um,
1: no, thanks. Uh, help me out. No.
0: I already know I'd be going without you. Okay.
1: Yeah, no shit. And then <laughs> you're going to have to go get like blessed and doused in holy water before you come back in the house.
0: I mean, it's Yeah,
1: do- no, it's, you are.
0: It's doable.
1: Yes, it is doable so to get doused in holy water. I,
0: yeah, so I can go and just fucking take a shower in holy water and come back.
1: Dude, I'd rather you not go, please.
0: <laughs> I can't go right now. It's closed. I told you.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather you not go at all.
0: Um, so they constructed a case for the doll out of wood and glass. And on the outside, they inscribed the Lord's Prayer and St. Michael's Prayer on it. They were confident that the spirit would stay locked away and knew the only way that it could escape was if someone opened it from the outside. The box is darned with a cross above the glass door, and there is a sign on the outside that states, Warning, positively, do not open. (laughs) Positively.
1: 100%, absolutely positively. Don't fucking
0: open this case. Dude. (laughs) They would also frequently have a priest come in and bless the room, but this also did not stop her from affecting someone from inside the box. The last haunt reported in regards to Annabelle involved a young man who came to visit the museum. He started taunting the doll. He was banging on the case, insisting that she scratch him in order to prove her power, just like he scratched the other dude. Uh, so Ed was like, bro, you and your girlfriend need to get the fuck out. Like, you can't be in here doing this shit. I don't think you realize what you're doing. Especially because I don't think, at that point, she wasn't the only thing in that in that museum. They had had a bunch of other oh, stuff. Yeah, in no shit. So he asked them to leave. And while they left, they laughed and made jokes about how it was all a fluke. And she was just a powerless doll. And so they were just like, go on, get the fuck out of here. They got on the man's motorcycle and took off down the road. He lost control of his motorcycle and swerved it into a tree, dying instantly upon impact. Um, the girlfriend lived, but was hospitalized for a year. She was in the hospital for a year.
1: You know what? Sometimes justice gets served in different ways. and
0: <laughs> I mean.
1: I'm not mad at that, okay?
0: <laughs> he died, but I guess, I mean. You
1: know, score one for Annabelle, okay?
0: Oh, my God. Uh, when she was asked later about the accident, she explained that it happened in the middle of them actually discussing the Annabelle doll and making more jokes about it. See? And she was like, nah, nah. Not having this.
1: (laughs) Not today. Uh, Put some respect on my name. Yeah.
0: So this incident stood as the last incident involving the doll and essentially the final warning from the Warrens and Annabelle to never disparage or mock any of the items found in that museum. Fuck, bro. And she's still there. Fuck that. And she's still there. And it has a picture.
1: I don't need to see a picture. But it's... But it's, Fine.
0: But it's... Uh, where'd it go? Top one. No, it's not that one. That was my... Uh, this one? There it is. So that's Lorraine. In all her glory. Yep. And there's Annabelle. And the warning positively, do not open sign. <laughs> and then above here, you can't see it in this picture, but um, there's a cross... I must have covered it with this sign, but there's also oh. a cross right here above the opening. And then there's a lock on the other side, like a padlock. <laughs> so.
1: No, son. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't. You don't. You just don't.
0: <laughs> it made me really want to watch the movie, though.
1: You can go ahead and watch it.
0: Didn't you say you watched it?
1: No, not Annabelle.
0: What was the one you said you watched Without
1: that Uh, one? I watched, I think, the second
0: conjuring
1: oh okay no not the conjuring uh whatchamacallit the nun
0: oh the nun yeah
1: that was a oof that's a doozy for yeah me. those are those you've would been crazy. so proud of me
0: I'm, i was surprised when you told me because you don't
1: i watched it alone in the dark
0: i know but i was like why like why wouldn't you like wait for me to watch it with you you know i love to watch that stuff
1: i know but then sometimes you like squeeze my hand
0: I do not. Are you kidding me?
1: That's so true. I'm the one that squeezes your <laughs>
0: head. Dude, and then you do that thing where you cover everything but like half of one eyeball. Yeah.
1: I'm like, and oh, I'm like shade, are shade, you shade, even oh.
0: watching the movie right Dude, now?
1: Dude, I I like legitimately. I like, oh shit. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I know. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, you're not even watching it right now. You've got your whole fucking face covered. Yeah,
1: bro. I don't fuck with it.
0: So here's something really strange, and this is what I've been dying to tell you. So I've been thinking about this for hours. And I still can't figure out why this happened. This is what's going to give me goosebumps. So I, for those who don't know, I own a dance studio and I teach dance, obviously there. So I spent, like I said, what, four hours this morning doing this research. None of the dance parents, unless they're really close to me, know that I do this podcast. Okay. Which obviously means I don't speak about this stuff around kids. Right. This is not, like, child material. Right. So I was teaching a toddler tap class today. Uh Mm-hmm. And I have a four-year-old, newly four-year-old student in this class. And he's the only boy in the class. And I think you know who I'm talking about. But. Yeah. So tell me why in the middle of our class. As we're about to practice our recital dance, tell me why this child, I can't even, hold on, oh God, it's so weird. I brushed it off at first because I was teaching and now I've been thinking about it for hours. Out of fucking nowhere, he goes, did you know there's a doll named Annabelle? I kid you fucking not. Like who, what? Bro. Even saying it out loud is like, I don't understand. I I did my brain. I can't figure it out.
1: That's too weird, dude.
0: It, how weird is that?
1: That's too weird.
0: So he brought a ba- He sometimes he brings like stuffed animals and whatever to class. and He puts them in the cubby and he's like, oh, they're watching. So he brought a baby doll, which he's t- he's brought this baby doll in before. This is not yeah. the first time he's done this. Her name's not Annabelle. I can't remember what he calls her, but he brings this little baby doll in and he puts her in the cubby. And he's like, oh, she's going to watch me do, do class. Yeah. And that was it. And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I see her. And like I said, not the first time he's brought her in. So he's she's over there in the cubby just doing her thing. And then li- literally just in, we're about we're walking to the side of the room to so we can run our recital dance. And out of nowhere, he goes, Miss Alicia, did you know that there's a doll named Annabelle? And I just was like, at the moment, I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And like, but in my head, I'm thinking like, what the fuck? And I didn't have time to stop and really, like, dwell on it because I was surrounded by nine toddlers and I couldn't stop to think about it. But then I was, like, in the shower thinking about it. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how does that just come out of a four-year-old's mouth?
1: See? See? This is that stupid shit I'm talking about, bro.
0: Like, does he even... Like, a four-year-old wouldn't know this story.
1: I, I would fucking hope not.
0: So, like, how does that just...
1: See? See? that's it. Stri- that, that's that I shit. Know. That's that shit, bro. It's
0: so bizarre. I keep thinking about it because it's giving me goosebumps all up and down my spine. Really I don't
1: like not to talk about this anymore.
0: <laughs> it's just replaying in my head. I'm sorry, there's like a lot of dead air right now, but it's just like replaying in my head. Yeah.
1: Did you know weird. there's
0: a doll named Annabelle?
1: You can just stop saying it. That's cool.
0: But the more I say it, I'm hoping that something will make sense. It's not making sense.
1: Well, You know? Just common denominator here that you were looking the shit up.
0: Yeah. Really, really, really fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Out of the mouths of babes, and I don't want to know why. Yeah, I don't want to know why. I don't want to know why. But anyway, that is my story of you know who. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit longer than it was, so I apologize.
1: No, you're fine. it's, It's one of those, like, I enjoy – okay, so just so you guys know, I'm not completely a bitch about these kind of things. Really? But I am a bitch about these things. (laughs) 100%. I am a bitch about these things. I just don't like the crazy paranormal shit because it's like absolutely it could fucking happen and it has happened and it will happen to whoever else gets fucking dumb. That's how I
0: feel about alien stuff. You
1: know what I mean? Aliens are cool because they come from space.
0: What I'm saying is okay? the way... You
1: could y- probably see them. Yeah. You can't see these motherfuckers. Oh, well, you can. I mean, I, yeah, I guess you could. But this shit, like, yeah. fuck.
0: But that's how, like, how you feel about this that. type of stuff, like, like evil spirits and demons and all that. Like, that's how I feel about aliens.
1: Fuck that, dude. It's, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. You know what other movie... It kind of like it's kind of related to like my profession, so I I was thinking about this while you were talking, and there was that other like true demonic, evil spirit possession thing. Do you remember watching that movie, uh, Deliver Us from Evil?
0: I think so. So
1: it was so basically what happened was it was a true story. This like uh, I think it was like in Brooklyn, the Brooklyn cop he gets like a couple of these weird weird super weird cases like one guy was like uh like a painter and then he like died all of a sudden and then there's another guy that had a job where he like he, go, he breaks into the brooklyn zoo and then he starts like oh, scratching yes. at like yes, the, I the rocks and I knew, everything I, like I that. was.
0: you saw my my face i'm like yeah oh, yeah was yeah. working i was trying i hadn't seen it in a while so i was trying to. so remember. i guess
1: what had what ended up happening is that these four different cases they were all related to each other mm-hmm. and so these four people were like in Afghanistan or wherever the fuck they were, and they came across this, like, Afghani temple that was, like, holding some, like, crazy spiritual shit. Yeah. And they went in there, and some way, somehow, at least one of them got possessed, but they were all together, and so the spirit just kept on going to one after the other after yeah, the other.
0: Yeah, that's right. that has been a while since and, I've seen it, but.
1: And then eventually, like, there's that scene where they're, like, in the interview room, and, like crazy shit starts happening in the interview room i don't remember that oh dude i
0: don't remember i have to oh, dude, it again. pull it up what pull it up right now yeah brah oh that's what's his name what's he in again that uh, i would know the what eric banna what's he in that i would know
1: oh um time traveler's wife
0: oh yes yep mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i in i was like thinking in my head like but I've what, only seen it once. <laughs> what girl? What girly movie was he in? Hey, that you I would watch not... a lot of
0: girly movies. Okay.
1: Do you know? what... Have you seen Saving Private Ryan? Nope. Oh. Okay. Again, he was hoot in Saving Private Ryan, and this was my safety right here, sir. That's his no. famous. Anyway. Well. Anyway. Anyway.
0: But yeah, it's. But yeah, that that
1: movie is scary as fuck. It was based off a true story, like Ed and Lorraine kind of type shit. And oh, is it really? Yeah, it's a base. That's based off a true oh. story, bro yeah
0: okay. i didn't know that
1: yeah bro oh so that's that's when you were talking about you know this whole thing i was thinking about this one because i was like hey i wonder if there was like a something you know cop related or whatever and i'm like yes. oh yeah there was that one movie so um but yeah that fuck fuck all that bro yeah fuck all that
0: i enjoy ghosties and i enjoy stories and i enjoy the possibility of other realms but like this stuff that stuff makes me a little nervous. That
1: stuff, mm mm, and then and then you want to go fucking see this dog. No, you crazy. Okay,
0: but listen, they like in their uh, what call it? The their occult museum, they have uh, or they used to. I mean, obviously, I don't know how things work anymore. They're both gone. They've both passed now, but. They would have like a priest come in like once a week or once a month or something like that and bless the room. I understand that and all that stuff. So like they know what they're doing. They know I how to that. like contain all this stuff and to make it safe. But so I would I don't know. I, I nope. it interests me. Like it would make me nervous to go probably. But like that stuff really interests me. Nope. It's, it's it is scary though. I ain't going. I I don't want you to go.
1: I'm not gonna do it.
0: I don't need anybody raining on my parade if I were to go <laughs> do anything like
1: that. Oh, I'm telling you. Like, like, uh, remember when I was I was talking about that one call I went to, and then all of a sudden I see like a freaking upside down horse or whatever the f- head or a Ouija oh, board thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope.
0: Well, yeah, and that's something I'll never do either. Because nope. I don't, I don't. I'll fucking kick you want the I don't want the chance of. Inviting something not nice. And then you want to go see the most haunted doll in the world. But because it's safe in a case and it's blessed all the time and it's like, Bruh. dude, she hasn't haunted anybody since. But anyway. <sighs> all right. Are we ready for a Florida man? Yeah. I have a Florida man.
1: Florida, Florida man. man.
0: Does whatever a Florida man's not supposed to do. <laughs> so check this guy out. Whoa. So this one Hello. says.
1: Hello, uh, goatee man.
0: 380 pound Florida man hides meth and belly button.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? Okay.
0: Oh, I like that. So this was November 20th. Oh, it was your birthday. Yeah. November 20th, 2019 in St. Petersburg. a Florida man. Them motherfuckers
1: over there get wild, dude.
0: Yeah. So a Florida man used his excess bulk. To stow away a bag of meth, according to police. 41-year-old Martin Skelly of St. Pete. He has the same name as my tattoo, Skelly Rose. That's, that's what my kids named my, my Skelly tattoo. Uh. Skelly Rose. Um, he was arrested after showing up to a Clearwater McDonald's with a drug-filled needle. Oh. It's always at a McDonald's. After being arrested on charges of possession of methamphetamine, he was searched and booked into Pinellas County Jail. It's either
1: McDonald's or Circle K.
0: Or Waffle House. Oh, man, and the Waffle
1: House is so good. I've never been to a Waffle House. I'm sorry, can you repeat that for the people in the back?
0: I've never been to a Waffle House.
1: Dishonor on your family.
0: <laughs> so, uh, authorities asked the Florida man if he had any additional contraband on him, to which he replied no, because they always do. No. When he was processed into the jail a small bag of meth was found quote wedged deep within the belly button cavity unquote
1: i like that cavity
0: yeah that's a lovely word
1: i love that that's
0: a word almost as bad as moist
1: i'm gonna use that in a a report
0: quote i was just being dumb and not thinking Unquote. Florida man said when the drugs were discovered. (laughs) The belly button meth stash resulted in two additional felony charges.
1: What (laughs) do you imagine how stinky that bag was? Ew Imagine Uh, it. He's three hundred and eighty pounds, dude. That nothing has been cleaned in that thing in a while. Oh god, that's so God,
0: that's so gross.
1: Oh, my God. I don't
0: want to think about it. I mean, I guess it's still better than other cavities.
1: Yeah, it could have been up his booty hoe, his prison purse. <laughs> I
0: thought that's what they called the women. I mean, an, I...
1: an orifice is an orifice.
0: No, I know, but I thought the term purse. Oh, bleh. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. can't do it. I can't do it.
1: Prison purse.
0: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross. I can't. Oh. All right. So next
1: week. Going on, can I tell a story about a prison person?
0: Oh God, I guess. I rested some I hate that term so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, please don't say it again.
1: Uh same kind of deal. Rested for for um for drug charges and everything. And I ask this person and I'm like, Listen, you're gonna go through, you know, X ray machines, you're gonna get You know, scan down. If you got anything else, now is the time to let me know. Before we go in this door, we can work this out. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But if you got anything that goes past this door, you're catching everything that I can throw at you. Right. Right? And then they're like, no, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, okay. So then... We go inside, he gets padded down again, and then he goes through the scanner. And then they're like, oh, wait, hold on, he needs to go through again. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> ding, ding, get this man through, though, right? <laughs> so he goes through again, and I look at the, the screen, and I'm like, what the F is that, right? So I'm looking at it, and we zoom in, and we do all sorts of stuff. And number one, I'm like, immediate thought i was like is that a butt plug like is he like a butt plug so then i ask him and i'm like listen man this is gonna be the most probably the most awkward question you've ever been asked before probably not but probably not probably not but um you got anything in your ass
0: oh god (laughs) right
1: he's like uh i was like that was too long of an answer you're gonna you're gonna squat and cough squat and cough, right? <laughs> Do some duck walks and all Ew. that jazz so anyway, he goes in there, pop goes the weasel, drugs fall out and oh God. yeah it was all up in there Oh. but there were like three balloons, but one of the balloons popped, so like <laughs> for people, I guess it's educational why education night drugs are absorbed better through the anus and the colon yeah so like it hits you even faster and harder no pun intended oh god oh god so uh
0: i just want this to be over
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i had to get him medically cleared and then come back to the jail that was fun
0: that's gross
1: so that's my prison person
0: story God, I hate that. I hate that term. That's so nasty.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: I do have fun out on the road.
0: Sounds like it.
1: I do have fun. There's some crazy shit in there that I've seen. Yeah. Did I tell you the story of Batman?
0: Uh, maybe, but also me and the girl saw Spider Man on the side of the road the other day. Dope. He was sitting on a cooler eating a sandwich in front of the (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A.
1: And you didn't go say hi to (laughs) Spider-Man? For what reason? Dude, sometimes you gotta just chill out and eat a sandwich. We
0: were driving home from school and driving past the interstate, like, uh, exit ramp. Yeah. And so we couldn't really, like, even if we wanted to slow down and try to take a picture, we definitely couldn't. But... No lie. We look over and Jojo goes, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just squatting on like one of those like little lunchbox coolers. Yeah. Eating something. But he's like, the the backdrop is just fucking Chick-fil-A. Love it. And we're like, but why? And Amelia's like, why is Spider-Man on the side of the road? <laughs> and so I swear, this was maybe two weeks ago. It's been at least. Why two have weeks. you not told me
1: this? <laughs> why you've why have you withheld this information so, from me?
0: Now every fucking day after school that we've driven by that same Chick-fil-A. We're Spider-Man! <laughs> yes! Both of them are like, Where's Spider-Man? He's not back today. Like, what where'd he go? Why isn't he back? I'm like, dude, it was probably someone on drugs, like just sitting on the side of the road in a Spider-Man costume. A Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my god, it was the most random. I mean, I can't say the most random thing because we're in Florida, but, like, it was a very random thing to find on the side of the road. Yeah. Um, Especially in that area, like, that's not really a, like, you don't see people out on the street like that in this area. It's no. not, like, one of the worst parts of the, you know, the county. So it's, like, not normal to see stuff like that. So it was very interesting. And so now every time we drive by, Amelia's like, I wonder where Spider-Man is today.
1: Well, let me tell you the story of Batman. Yeah. Batman, uh, man, if, if any of my co-workers that worked out with me in Canaveral, uh, they could attest to this man. So Batman is like a local crazy guy in Canaveral and he goes around, he thinks he's like a, like a legitimate Batman of vigilante at night and he just like, will find him on roofs i we've we've found him skateboarding on a roof once.
0: Skateboarding. Yeah, I'm
1: not even. I'm not even joking. We found him on skateboarding, running down streets naked. It's like he is methed out all the way. Yeah. Right. And then he's been in and out of prison too many times. He's like prison strong too. So, imagine having a methed out, jacked, dude just wreaking havoc all around. Him. Yeah. Anyway, so the first time. I ever met this guy, Batman, is I'm going down the street, I'm doing my thing, looking around, patrolling, and then, like, all of a sudden, I see, like, this guy scurrying across the street, <laughs> right? Typical, like, crackhead scurry. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, the hell? So I'm like, hey, you know, I'll be out with a suspicious person, and I get stop the car right where I was at, and I just start walking towards where I saw him. And so as I'm walking, I'm walking, I have my flashlight. I'm like beaming everywhere because I thought maybe he went behind a house or something like that. Now, so I'm like on the sidewalk, I'm looking around and then all of a sudden I hear, hey, and I'm like, oh, shit, someone has the drop on me. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm about to, I'm about to either fight or get shot or something. And I see no one around, <laughs> right? I'm like, Jesus, like, what, what? And I I shit you not, there was like, so there's the sidewalk, there's the house, there's like a driveway, and then there's like a random bush, Mm -hmm. like in the middle of someone's front yard. Okay. And he pops out with his Batman mask on, and then-
0: From behind the bush?
1: No, inside the bush.
0: Oh, inside the bush.
1: Inside the bush. He pops his head out, he's like, hey, uh- What's going on? I'm like, yeah. you fucking tell me. What are you in a bush for, dude? <laughs> and he's like, Well, it's it's not just in your bush. It's it's my duck blind. What? <laughs> a duck blind. So it's like, it's like a little like makeshift like hideout oh. for when people are duck hunting.
0: Oh. Yeah. So but it's like, not a duck blind. It's right. A bush.
1: It's a it's just a regular in ass someone's bush. Someone's yard. But it was like it was a pretty. It hit him pretty well. Like yeah. it was a big ass bush. So anyway, he's like, I'm in my duck blind. I'm like, why? <laughs> and he's like, it's just where I put my duck blind. I was like,
0: I don't think.
1: I don't think you did. No, but no, no. can you like get out? Like, <laughs> before, go somewhere else before I have to make you get out. And he's like, okay. So he comes out still, Batman mask on, no shirt, and like camo legging pants. Now, oh. I'm, and I mean leggings, leggings, like wow. the same ones that you so wear. So fashionable. Right. So then I'm like, yo man, like where do you live? He's like, oh, I live right here. He's literally in his front yard in his duck in his (laughs) duck blind. And So it was his house. Yes, it was his house. Oh. And like I verified some
0: random strangers bush.
1: I verified. And I was like, okay, so let me get this straight. I'm only gonna ask you this one more time. Why are you in the bushes, man? Yeah. And he's like, Well, the people across the street, they're kind of assholes. And I was like, What do they do? They're like they call the cops on me. I'm like.
0: Because you're in a bush.
1: Because you're acting fucking weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck?
0: So, again, why are you right. in a bush?
1: So then I call him by his real name. I'm like, listen, listen, man, can you just go inside and call it a night so I don't have to come back in here, here? Like, out here? He's like, yeah, I can, not but don't call me that name anymore. Call me Batman. And then just runs back into the house. Oh, my God. And I'm Like, like a toddler. Yeah.
0: I'm Batman. Um, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like in the same outfit too. No shirt. No shirt. Random leggings. Camo
1: leggings. Yeah. yeah. Batman mask. It was so weird. That's the first time I met Batman. Wow. But yeah. Numerous of other times. He was dancing one time naked on a tow truck. Ooh. We caught him doing that. Um, he jumped off a second story building. What? Yeah.
0: Did he get hurt?
1: No. No, he's like indestructible.
0: Oh.
1: He took two hits of the taser like it was nothing. Oh, God. Yeah, the the dude is crazy. Wow. I love it, though, because he's so much fun to fire up. Yeah. And like you talk, Batman, like, where's your cape, dude? He's like, what? Where is my cape? Did you take it? I'm like, I didn't take it. Maybe it was that guy. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God.
1: (laughs) And I point to another deputy. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh uh, wow. But yeah.
0: That's awesome. Love it.
1: That's Batman. Thank we you have for lots. those. We have lots of fun yeah. on the road. Those Especially around holiday times.
0: Oh, holidays are crazy no matter what, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Well you should know. You got all the calls from him.
0: Well, yeah, yes and no, but
1: I had a guy blow off his hand. Nice. First fourth of July. That I mean that's common, but that was a gnarly scene. Cool. Yeah. I asked him for a high five. He was cool about it.
0: Oh, God. Okay. He on that cool note. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could go on and on with these stories.
1: Yeah, we definitely could.
0: Um. All right. So you're up for next week. I am. Or wait a minute. We're not going to be here. Unless we can pre-record it.
1: I don't know.
0: We would have to do this a couple days early. Okay um so yeah you're up next even Sweet. if it's not next week if it's the following week if we miss you guys again for another week we'll see No, we'll make it happen we'll see if we can make it happen we're going we're going on a trip on In our, our favorite, favorite rocket, rocket ship, ship. <laughs> <laughs> <No> <laughs> <way out. laughs> um but we are going on a trip so it's possible that we might not be able to get another episode out next week but we will try our bestest darnest. our darnest yes um So until then, I guess, uh, in the meantime, we're still looking for some listener stories. So anything that you have that you've experienced, whether it's true crime or paranormal or alien abductions or probings. um, Didn't you just get probed by an alien? Bro, I found a weird triple dot scab on my hip. Don't know where it came from. They're truly. tracking you. I don't know what the fuck's going on. They're tracking. You. I know there's crazy shit going on right now in the world with these aliens, so who knows? Um, but anyway, so email us your stories, spooks and at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram at spooks and goofs podcast, follow us on Facebook at spooks and Uh join our Patreon. That would be really cool. Yeah, bro That would be really, really dope.
1: Bonus, bonus episodes. Yeah. Come on, man.
0: That'd be dope. But yeah, so I guess on that note, until our next episode, stay spooky. Get goofy. Goodbye. Love you long
1: time.